Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being here with us today. I appreciate you so much. So glad to be here with you as we talk about your thoughts and what the things we think about end up making come true in our lives. You know, there's so many statements. Thoughts become things. Whatever a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Whatever you focus on grows. I mean, the list goes on of things that talk about our minds and how powerfully our mind can shape the course of our life, our attitudes, our actions, all of that. In fact, think about it. Um, some of you are coaches I know and I know just about every coaching program I've ever even heard of, all of them start off number one with mindset. If you're not in the right mindset, if you don't have your mind wrapped around this program, if you don't have your mindset on success from this program, whatever that might be, until your mind is in the right place, you'll never have success with the thing you're doing. No matter how good the program is, if you don't believe it can work, you're right. Again, going back to whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. If you aim at nothing, you'll probably hit it. There's so many great phrases that have to do with what we focus on, with where our minds are. You know, Tony Robbins talks about the fact that our minds cannot distinguish between what we vividly imagine and what actually happens. Actual real reality and vivid imagination. Our mind literally does not know the difference between those. We literally experience them internally. We feel the emotions and the feelings from something that we purely just we're imagining as much as though we had gone through it. That can be really dangerous sometimes. Think about it. We let our minds go to the worst sort of place with a relationship we're in, for example. And before we know it, that is actually what's going on. But what if it isn't? You see, because we've gone through all of the emotions of it happening, whether it ever does or not, and we've scarred ourselves because of that. That's powerful stuff. What are the things that you think of? Where is your mindset? How do you show up in the world? Most importantly, where do you see yourself going? Where is your vision? Where is your mental imagery? Because at the end of the day, I can promise you, and don't take my word for it, I've got two amazing people that are going to be our guests today to be able to share with you from the new best-selling book, Thoughts Become Things, and the movie that was already made from it. They're already calling this the follow-up to the secret, and these gentlemen are going to rock your world because they're going to help you understand. It's a mental game. It starts in your mind. If you can't wrap your mind around it, you'll never wrap your hands your life, your wallet around it. If you can think it, if you can conceive and believe it, that's the first step. Yes, there absolutely is action that goes along with the thinking. You can't just sit until you melt into the couch as a puddle of goo 
thinking about money dropping on you, you've got to work a job, be available, enter lotteries, whatever it might be. But when your mind starts off with the right mentality, then from there, you open up the doors for things to manifest in your life in ways that you've never imagined before. The most important of which is you allow into your life the right, the privilege to live as a thriving entrepreneur. And I want that for you. I want you to live in that abundance every minute of every day as you wrap your head around it and you really truly watch as thoughts become things. So let's take a quick commercial break and let's jump right into a couple of really great interviews here on Thriving Entrepreneur. We'll be right back. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for being with me here today on Thriving Entrepreneur as we talk to you about how thoughts become things. First off, we're going to dive right in with the main guy, the guy that drove the project forward, the man with the plan who understands that when you think something, the thoughts are what becomes the things, as well as how to be able to put actions to your thoughts so that you're not just in some woo-woo land, but you're in a powerful state where you can then really manifest those things. This is a powerful follow-up to those of you that have ever followed the book or the movie The Secret, and I think you're going to like what you're going to hear here. Hold on to your hats, get a pen and paper, get ready for some amazing, really, really powerful insight. Join me in welcoming Doug Vermeerian. Hey, Doug, how are you doing here today? Really good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you show up in the world. Sure. Well, I guess uh, long and short, um, the media calls me the modern day Napoleon Hill. And the reason why is because as a young man of 19, I decided uh, to go out and start interviewing some of the world's top achievers. So I got to some of the biggest business leaders, celebrities, athletes, brand leaders, thought leaders, you name it. And uh, that's kind of what got me started on my track. Funny enough, uh, I didn't have any intention to become a speaker or a thought leader or anything myself, but people wanted to start knowing what did these top achievers tell me? Like, what did they say to me? And so I started getting uh, invites to come out and speak. And then naturally, um, you know, I, I have always had an interest in film. And so uh, in 2008, we put out our first movie called The Opus, which featured most of the gang from The Secret and several of the top achievers that I've been talking about. And then uh, we did two other movies after that, The Gratitude Experiment and The Treasure Map, which also did very, very well for us. And uh, I believe shared some things that aren't really talked about in personal development. And then from there, we've got, of course, our newest movie called How Thoughts Become Things that just barely came out. So we're very excited about that. And um, yeah, it's, it's on fire. It's awesome. It's, it's just going really well. So we're glad people are finding it useful. 
So tell me a little bit more about the movie. Um, you know, I mean, I work with authors all the time, but it's kind of cool. I mean, how did it become a movie? And, you know, tell me just a little bit about that process. Sure, absolutely. Well, the thing that's kind of interesting with these movies, well, I guess even rewinding it, is one of the things that I found when I went and I interviewed 400 of the world's top achievers is that a lot of the stuff that's taught in personal development right now is um, incomplete. There's a lot of things that are being shared by people who, quite frankly, they've read someone else's book and they've attended someone else's seminars, so they become a coach or what have you. So as we went out and uh, I did my interviews with the 400 of the world's top achievers, as you can imagine, uh, after 400 visits with some amazing people, you start to see some common things. And so, um, you know, I decided that there needed to be a movie based on uh, really the way that the top achievers think, the way that these top leaders uh, solve their problems and approach things like fear, doubt, despair, and all of these other things that we often encounter. And uh, I hadn't seen one out there like that. In fact, you know, we've often heard the idea that thoughts become things, but most people don't know how. And uh, as I mentioned, on top of that, the thoughts that most people are creating aren't really producing the outcomes that they want. And so I thought there really needs to be something that could help us all along to be able to get access to the things that are most important to us. And so this is really what we try to answer in this film. And uh, I don't think anyone's done it since or, or before. So this is a, a very new subject, if you will. And who are, you said some of the, or most of the people from The Secret, um, what are some of the names? Like, is Lisa in, in the movie? Well, let me share with you who we do have. And I selected some that I felt would be uh, most powerful for the film. So we got Bob Proctor, Dennis Waitley, who, as you know, Dennis Waitley is the king of, of thought, John Osseroff, uh, who runs a, a program on neuroscience, John Demartini, Joe Vitale, Bob Doyle, Marie Diamond, and then we've got some new faces that are there as well. And like I said, we carefully selected them. There were certain people that we saw in The Secret that were really good, but they maybe weren't the best fit for this film. So we, uh, we carefully scrutinized who we brought in and we wanted to make sure that it would uh, also be something that no one had ever heard before, right? Like we didn't want to repeat the same conversation that was already you know, given to us in 2006. We've come a long way since then. And The Secret was a brilliant beginning of a conversation. And so we just wanted to make sure that what we were sharing now was what people needed to hear. Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely so much more room to dive deep into that. So that's a really big compliment to be the modern day Napoleon Hill. I mean, he was huge. He made a huge impact. I mean, that book is still powerful. Um, he certainly did. And, and I think it's interesting because um, as they called me that, there, there are a lot of differences between my work and Napoleon Hill's. And it's, again, it's very flattering that they, they call me that. But I've noticed of some of the big differences, like in Napoleon Hill's day, really it was only the business leaders who were making the most uh, success in their lives financially. For example, Napoleon Hill interviewed very few celebrities and athletes because they weren't making the kind of money that they do now. There were also certain business models that didn't exist in his day that he just couldn't interview people who are doing that, right? Like even multinational corporations that we experience now is a rare thing. Definitely network marketing wasn't what it was doing. No one had an online business. Heck, the internet, you know, wasn't even invented. So I had a chance to learn a lot of things that, um, quite frankly, I don't know that, um, you know, he'll had a chance to see. And so most likely there'll even be someone after me as the technology evolves that come and share some things that I didn't even know about. And I guess one of the biggest, uh, I guess, uh, uh, discouragements in my life is, is I'm a constant learner. Like I want to learn, 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 and I want to gain this information. And it's, it's just a, a little bit frustrating that I know that there's going to be some really amazing stuff coming in the future that who knows, I'll probably be long gone before I get a chance to learn about it. But um, yeah, it is, it is a compliment and I feel so honored people consider me that way. And of course, obviously we can't give them the whole book or the whole movie in the course of 10 or 15 minutes. But um, if you pick out just one of the tips that you give them in personal power mastery, what's something that a person could do right now that would help them have better mastery over their personal power? Well, here's the thing is there is actually something someone can do immediately, instantly, like right now. And uh, there is a lot, you're right, in the movie. You know, we talk a lot about how your thoughts really do become things. 
But the one simple thing that I learned, and again, this was going back to when I was 19, is that those that we surround ourselves with and the influences that we have around us actually do have a lot of effect on our thought, not only of what we you know, think about, but what we believe possible. And you've heard it said that, you know, that we become the combination of the five people that we spend the most time with. And that idea of being influenced by a higher level of peer group really is um, an essential part of getting to success. In fact, um, one of the big questions that I get asked a lot as the modern day Napoleon Hill is, how did I get to the 400 top achievers? How did I even get to the people in my movie, like a Bob Proctor, a Joe Vitale? How did I get to these guys? And maybe even a more interesting question is, how did you get them to help you? Right? How did you get these people to mentor you? How did you get these people to, um, you know, be in your film? And and you know, like, and when I'm talking about mentoring, I'm talking about like some of my mentors were the founders of Federal Express and former VP of marketing for companies like uh, KFC or the CEOs of Fruit of the Loom. Or like, how do you get those guys to help you? Right now, how are they your friends? Like, one of my best friends now is Brian Smith, the founder of UGG Boots, or Chris Brown, the co-founder of Ted Baker. And like, how do you connect with these guys? And so that's something that, um, you know, I, I would invite your audience, if they're interested to learn about that, head over to YouTube, and I've got tons of free videos on how I did it. And you just type in my name, Douglas Vermeer, and free, I'll show you how I did it. Because that's really the thing that will change your life the most. Who you surround yourself with determines everything. Maybe another way to put it is you've heard it said that your network determines your net worth. But what most people don't understand is your net worth isn't just about money. That word worth or worthy is really about values. What does your network find valuable? What do they find worthwhile? And if you're not experiencing the outcomes that you want right now, generally, it's because you put yourself in a peer group that doesn't really have the aspirations to creating incredible things, right? So it's, your network is really such an important part of everything that's going to appear for you in your life. It leaves me curious, why is it, you know, because the secret's been out for a long time and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the things that you're talking about, it isn't like they're mysterious, like nobody's ever, you know, talked about it before. Sure. You know, new information, obviously, and, and great for it. But um, why is it that so many people don't even try, you know, they or or they just sit around mystically waiting for the universe to drop a bag of money on them. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? love that. <laughs> no, you hit the nail on the head. You know, what's funny is I had this conversation with, uh, with a, another radio show uh, the other day and we we're talking about, there's really kind of, I think three areas why people do not achieve. The first one is I think, yeah, they're afraid. So that's fear. Okay. I get it. Uh, the other is, is that they doubt. So in other words, they wonder, are, am I worthy? Can I do this? Do I have the skills? Which is a form of fear. But I think the final one is the one that gets most people. And that's just that they think, eh, I can do it later. I've got time. <laughs> I can put it on standby. It's always going to be there for me. And it's, there's no urgency. And so because of that, um, you know, I think people really don't take their success seriously. They just kind of take it for granted. And, and I suppose kind of along with that too, just going in this idea of doubt, sometimes I think that people don't even think that they, they could make a difference. It doesn't really matter what I do. It's, you know, it's, it's just going to play out the way it's going to play out. And so I think with those three things in mind, we've got to recognize that we do have power. You know, fear is, is only a temporary position and it's also uh, based on what we don't know, right? Like we give things we don't know more power. And then lastly, just this, this idea of time. Well, the truth is, I think even the coronavirus situation now has shown us that things can change in a heartbeat. Things can change instantly. And what you thought you had access to yesterday may not be around tomorrow, right? And I'm not even just talking about you know, uh, health and that you may die or whatever. I mean, that's possible, but even more so, it's circumstances change. Like, in fact, um, just kind of give you a, one really cool example. Like, one of the top achievers that I had a chance to meet and interview was Oprah Winfrey. And uh, had I not said yes to that opportunity when it came across my plate, would you like to go meet Oprah Winfrey? And there was an investment involved because we were going to a charity, charity uh, event, a dinner. And if I had said, no, nah, you know, I'm not ready right now. Maybe I'll just try that another day, blah, blah, blah. I never would have gotten that opportunity again. It was like lightning striking, right? And so some things in life, you just need to say yes, and you need to get started, and you need to do it. And it's really important. Mm. Wow, that is a really big one. Saying yes, 
when opportunity comes. Oh gosh, we should, we we could do a whole entire episode just on that. <laughs> Isn't that true? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, you've talked a little bit about it, but explain to the people that are listening what they need to do to open their hearts up to being able to receive and say yes and have opportunities like that come into their life when they're thinking, well, nobody's ever invited me to go to an Oprah event. Well, yeah, and, and I guess there's a couple things to think about. Uh, first one is, you know, we, we've all got programming. In fact, we're even being programmed right now. Like mo most people think you're programmed when you're a kid and then, you know, when you get to be an adult and you outgrow. No, you're being programmed this very instant by everything you surround yourself with. The TV that you watch, the movies you watch, the music you listen to, the things that you surround yourself in that you read. Uh, and, and again, your networks as well. And so you're always being programmed. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to look at and question your programming. You know, the stuff that you're believing that's not serving you, do you really need to hold on to that? And then I'm going to suggest as you start to level up your influences, like, here's the deal. How did that invite through uh, or come to, to go to see and meet Oprah Winfrey? Well, it's through a person in my network. So you need to start leveling up your network. And that's, like I said, we got tons of free resources to show you how to do that. And, you know, the thing is, is proximity is really power. You get close to the people that have opportunities and you start meeting more of them. They will introduce you to others who can open doors for you. And um, in our training, we, we talk about something called the law of probability and how you can put yourself in the path, so to speak, of people that can help you. How can you put yourself in the path of these opportunities to be able to get these uh, quote unquote VIP invitations? Like you're already qualified to be there, so don't doubt that. It's just now putting yourself in a position where you could be invited. And I think a lot of people, they don't really recognize that these things are so close. Like even this idea of how thoughts become things. The truth is, is everything that you want already exists in some form or another. Like you want a Ferrari, you want a uh, nice relationship, you want a nice house. Those things exist, right? They're out there. Those people who could help facilitate that are out there. Where the problem is though, is most people don't really worry about the how and the become which is what are you going to become so that those things actually arrive for you? And that's the big difference is that most people aren't really willing to put in the work. They're not out, you know, trying to better themselves and make themselves ready to receive when those moments appear, right? They're not ready to say yes. So therefore they'll never say yes. Such powerful, powerful stuff. I really appreciate that, Doug. So um, tell us a little bit about where people can see the movie uh, and also go deeper with you if they would like to. Yeah, absolutely. You can see the movie right now by going to howthoughtsbecomethings.com. And uh, for those that come right away, we've actually even got some free workbooks and free uh, other supplemental materials that uh, you get when you watch the movie. So howthoughtsbecomethings.com, www.howthoughtsbecomethings.com. And certainly if, if, if what I talk about and what I share, if it resonates with you, um, like I said, we've got tons of free stuff. You can head actually straight onto YouTube and you can type in my name, Douglas Vermeer, in there. There's lots of good free resources that are there. But there's also a lot of other um, places you can go to, like you can uh, head over to Instagram and we've got lots of things that are there. Also use my name. And uh, certainly my website, douglasvermeeren.com, will give you the opportunity to join us as well. If, if you get our vibe, become our tribe. You've heard that before. But uh, in all seriousness, uh, you want to learn what the top achievers taught me. You want me to share with you what more than 400 of the world's top achievers found is valuable. We give it all out on our, our, you know, on our channels. So just come visit us. And lots of great stuff is there. That's douglasvermeeren.com, D-O-U-G-L-A-S-V-E-R-M-E-E-R-E-N.com. Doug, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me. I'm up leveled. How about you? What did you learn? I'd love to hear from you. Do you hashtag thriving entrepreneur on your favorite social media? We'll be looking at all of them. We want to hear what you've learned as you begin to discover that your thoughts are what are the things that are becoming in your life. Think about that during this commercial break and we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur.
an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. Hold on to your hats. We're just getting started as we dive deep into the book, the movie, How Thoughts Become Things. We had a powerful first segment, and now we're getting ready to dive into it even deeper to give you some really powerfully practical things that you can do to really cause your mind to be in a place where you can be in the place that you want to and were meant to be. Are you ready for it? Here we go. Join me in welcoming Travis Fox. Hey, Travis, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic, man. Thanks for letting me be on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're coming from. Well, I'm a spiritual being currently having a human being experience, uh, 49 years into the journey, 30 years into my career. And uh, I'm really a life and lifestyle architect. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, my entire objective is to help people truly live from who they are versus who they think they are or are programmed to be there. And our entire academy is a, you know, online training academy that goes step by step because I'm a how-to guy. So for the last 30 years, uh, I have assembled a system that allows you to go step by step, measure your progress, but most importantly, experience it in real time and with a global community that's going to support you as you do it. So it's not just learning on your own, which is kind of how I had to do it, which really is a drag. Um, but now, uh, now we have the technology to do that and the university is there. So I'm really excited about that space. Now, weaved all through this book and movie, How Thoughts Become Things, mm -hmm. um, is you um, and your big presence in that. Thank um, you. I don't know whether we want to just dive into that or not because I'd really like to know if you only could tell the world one last thing, yeah, not gloom and doom here, but just because it's that powerful, yeah. what would be that thing you have to make sure you share today? Uh, it would be a, a dovetail twofold. And it's something I do while I'm still here on the planet. But yeah, it's the last thing I always, uh, first and last thing I always invite anyone who becomes a community member is remember the noble truth. The noble truth is the universal thing that exists for all of us on this planet. And the noble truth says, that none of us are getting off this planet alive. So that life then without fully living expressed is the ultimate undoable regret, which leads you to the question that really begins anyone's real architectural journey. And that is, if you only had 30 days left to live on this planet, would you be doing anything you're doing right now? And if any aspect of your life, whether that's business, your personal, you know, your, your physicality, your emotional, your relationships, travel, whatever it is you're doing, if any part of your answer is no, you owe it to yourself to stop right now, look at it and let's unwind it and then start living the experience you want to live because the noble truth still applies at all times. So many people I've found take that and go a little crazy. I know you've never <laughs> witnessed this yourself, but you know, they're like, okay, this is the last 30 days of my life. So I'm going to spend all my money and do other more dangerous things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the balance to that? Yeah. Great question. Thank you for asking that question because many people missed that, which is really the invitational question. And it isn't just, hey, throw caution to the wind, throw your morality out the door. That's not what it means. What it means is finally owning the truth to yourself because we're all such good 
self-hypnotists and we're so good at you know creating self-delusion even it may not be our, our conscious intention but we do it it really is designed to ask the question okay you know what do i really want to experience and have i done that yet let's use travel as an example obviously travel is challenging this you know through that we're all going through but nonetheless you know when and if that comes around and it will somewhere what do you want to experience and then start actively creating from that space as opposed to a wish list you know i often ask people when did you stop dreaming and exchange that for hoping and those are two there's are two very very different words and very different action sequences to our entire being but then going back to the original question, you know, look at your relationship, look at your relationship with yourself, look at how you've conducted your life heretofore. Are you perfect? Of course not. Have you learned a ton? Yes. Will you learn more? Of course. But the question is, are you really living on point, passion, and purpose? Meaning listening to your, to your heart, or we call the architect, or continuing to still pursue things that you know, and we all do this. I mean, We've all done this. I'm guilty of it as well, where we know we're doing something we're really not that interested in. It's a have to, it's kind of an obligation. I'm not saying there aren't responsibilities that you choose to take on, but this is a real way to look at from a truth, inner truths perspective, and then start to make real plans based on that, as opposed to, like you said, hey, I'm just going to go, you know, spend everything in the bank account and go, you know, live, live, uh, uh, you know, out of a backpack. Although that's not you know, unreasonable, but it may not be exactly what your heart's saying. So that's still moving from one extreme to another per se. And the balance really comes understanding, you know, who you are, what you really want, not who you think you are or what you're supposed to be. And most importantly, it probably won't look like you think it will anyways, because it's usually far larger uh, than our little minds can conceive. So what if we learned a way to approach it where we're not having to control or to feel like we're in performance mode or we're not good enough or we'll never reach it. And yet idealistically at the exact same time, be able to experience it and know that you're experiencing it with measurable, tangible results in a step-by-step -step way. That's, that's really what that means. Mm, I like that. That's so powerful. Thank you. I'm going to push against you just one more time here, just Go because ahead. I know you can take it. Um, what about all the things, even when you do find that thing, what about all the things that we have in life that are just, you know, kind of have tos? You know, you got to get up and bathroom stuff and make lunch and all those kind of things. How do we learn to incorporate those things into really living that best life? Great question. Yeah, I find that a lot of people, and I was guilty of this when I was younger, and I was Dr. Fox and actually thought I knew something, which is hilarious. Um, you know, and I finally realized that Travis is enough. I didn't, I didn't have to have all these letters in before and after my name, you know, even though I do, but that didn't make my identity. I think a lot of times we wrap ourselves up in our identity of what it's supposed to look like. I'm supposed to get up, like you said, and at this time I've got to make lunch and I've got to be in the car at this time and I've got to do that. And okay, I'm not saying there aren't things that we're going to, you know, go through life that are basic quote unquote survival, you know, coping mechanisms. I'm talking about people spend most of their time going, I don't know what I'm passionate about. And they're searching for passion. They're searching for excitement. They're searching to be part of something bigger than themselves. They're searching to figure out how come they keep repeating patterns over and over again. Yet to the irony of that, it starts with the precursory step that says, well, wait a minute. What if I'm just passionate about everything and come from the space of maybe I can move my life thematically versus experientially or situationally. If I move from a theme that says, hey, you know what, Steve, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be passionate about everything. I'm gonna be passionate about making this sandwich because this sandwich in an, in an energetic and a physical and also a nutritional experience feeds my body, but it also feeds my emotional body, it feeds my psychological body, and in the experience of making it, is also a connected experience, but so often something that seems so little and sometimes quite trite is actually monumental in building the bricks and step stones to a true successful experience. And success can be defined as making more money or a more dynamic relationship, and more importantly, an authenticity with ourselves. And I think it's moving from situational experientials to thematics. Um, in our case, being passionate, for example, and during this pandemic, I think we've all gotten a really good look at the noble truth because it's definitely come right to our forefront. It has brought the world to a global standstill to go, okay, there is something on this planet that has affected all of us. And we all now are in this, you know, this cohesive and uh, cooperative experience. The question now becomes, hey, 
it is a part of that experience, but what a beautiful way, and you know, what a beautiful way to look at it and go, okay, now I get to be passionate about everything because man, I've got a second or third or fourth chance to extend my lifetime here on planet earth. What if I were just to shift about, about being passionate about everything that happens? And it's a really dynamic shift when you do that. And again, I'm not talking about false optimism a la Norman Vincent Peale. I'm not talking about fake it till you make it. I'm talking about a true, genuine state of being. And the, here's the irony. Everybody's got it, Steve. We all do. You already have everything you need within you. What we don't have and where the Architects of Being community and the Academy comes in is says, hey, you already are dynamic. You already enlightened. You already are this beautiful light. What you don't know is how do I take all the layers and filters and the compression and the suppression and the oppression that I've allowed or done to myself or have experienced and peel those layers off so that the real me shows up because deep down inside in places we don't really like to talk about at cocktail parties anymore, we all know mortality is looming. Again, this current pandemic has definitely brought that to the forefront again, yet how come we don't take stock in that every day? How come we don't take possession of it every day until we reach a tragic state or until death comes knocking near our door to our relative or someone close to us? And then all of a sudden we go, wow, maybe I should really change my life. And then we kind of do, but then we go back to, you know, back to our own self-hypnosis. Architects of Being says, well, wait a minute. What if you had an experience to take every part of your day and make it passionate? Example, I get to be on your show. I have done hundreds of shows. I've been in television and film most of my life. I love doing these. I wouldn't miss your show if you said, Travis, let's do this at three in the morning. I'd be like, Steve, I'm on, let's do it. And it's not because you're not amazing, although you are and you're an amazing host. And I'm excited about being your show. But more importantly, I'm in my passion right now. This experience with you and I and those of us getting to listen to this experience, I'd ask you the same. Are you being passionate or are you just looking for places to be passionate, again, situationally or experientially, or are you faking it till you make it? And all three of those have their value but what if you really move to a genuine state of just being passionate about everything? Because again, the noble truth reminds you, you're not getting off the planet alive. So you, why not enjoy it? Why not experience it? Why not dive into making that sandwich the best dang sandwich that ever could be and enjoy it? Because I think the deeper thing, Steve, is there's a part of us, we call that a guardian. We are so afraid deep down in places to talk about to be happy. Because if we're happy, it might make somebody else feel bad. And we don't want to make other people feel bad because we want social acceptance. Yet the irony is in your passion, in your happiness, you can invite them, give them a safer place where they can come out. Because again, all of us are walking around in a little bit of a guarded state. What if we just drop the pretense? And I think this current pandemic has given us a great opportunity, although not the way I would design it, but it has nothing to do with Travis Fox. But what a great opportunity to look at that and then own it. And okay, what if we took this time to really architect our life and our lifestyle? Because again, if you only had 30 days left to live, would you do it differently? Well, what if we approach your life from that way and start living from a theme, meaning a theme emotion, and change your passion? And I think that's really gonna be the key. Mm. Taking notes, I'm uh, trying to pay attention while keeping up with what you're saying. <laughs> this is awesome stuff, Travis. Thanks, so, man. all right, um, we find our thing. And, and one of the things I love best about the book, the movie, um, how thoughts become things is, is that, um, you know, and we can talk some other time about how deeply I know some of the people in the secret, sure. but, um, you know, it, it tends to be a little bit esoteric. People walk away from to the secret, um, and they sit on their couch and wait for a bag of money to drop on them, you know, oh, yeah. met too many people that are actually literally doing that. You know, the oh, universe yeah. is going to bring this money and they, go <laughs> and they check the mailbox every day. Right, Whereas, right. you know, this takes it the next step to, okay, now here's some actions to take. Um, so we get that noble truth. We begin to really get a fire under us. And then something comes up and our emotions go, eh. you know what I mean? You've had those days. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> right? Daily, daily. Um, what is what is a powerful way to write ourselves back to that us that we're gonna be? Yeah, great question, and I agree with you. I, I love, and you know, I say this justfully, um, 
but you know, the, the, these uh, law of attraction experts, which cracks me up by the way, I'm like expert on the, wow. Okay. Wow. I don't, I don't consider myself an expert in anything. And I'm, I'm, you know, I turned 50 this year and I've just discovered I'm not an expert in anything. So wow. Kudos to you to be an expert. But what if we come from the place of, yeah, you don't just think it and it shows up and yeah, you know, I, th I think, Hey, I want that Lamborghini boom. And you know, the dealership just drops it off. Hey, good for you. And I get to sit on the couch and eat a bag of Oreos all day. And that's how I'm going to architect my life. No, there's always invitations and they're constantly in front of us. The question is, are we aware enough to see them? I, th I think the biggest thing is to constantly be in a state of being present. And I know that's kind of an overused pop psych term now that everyone says, oh, you gotta be present in your life. What I mean by being present is aware of what you're actually feeling. We're so conditioned to change our feelings for our logic. And I'm not saying logic doesn't have its place, but logic can really be driven by instinct. Some of the greatest inventions greatest expansions of awareness throughout human history have come from the infinite, meaning the inside or what I call the I infinite. But then we bring the infinite into the finite, into this 3D experience as the beautiful you know, architects that we all are. I think becoming aware of your emotional state and you're allowed to experience your emotions. In fact, you should. There's a reason why you have them. They're all wonderful experiences from which you can explore yourself and unwind certain things to come back to you, you know, your truest self. But I think when we, when we become our emotion and it overtakes us, as an example, that's a different experience. And I think that's where people get lost in the concept of, hey, you know, this is going really great, Steve. I'm having a great time. I'm, I'm doing this, this whole manifestation thing. I'm changing my life and crap. I just got this bill or I just had this relationship breakup or I got a divorce or, you know, a friend of mine said they don't want, they befriended me on social media or something like that. And we get lost into the dramatics of it. And I'm not saying you can't feel the feelings. In fact, you should, but unwind the feelings to look what's really the truth. What is the beautiful invitation inside that experience? Cause there's always one in there. The question is, are we really willing to go through it? And I find, you know, based on the pain pleasure plunge that we all kind of swing on, you know, we really don't want to go through the pain of it. And I'm like, yeah, but it's only a perceived pain for that moment. When it's realistically, if we don't deal with the perceived pain, that perceived pain can, in some cases can go on for a lifetime. You know, things like guilt and anger and shame and resentment and insecurity, unworthiness can last lifetimes. So, you know, if we'd be willing to take a moment to look at it, to feel it, recognizing it as temporary without it becoming us, Right? I think all of a sudden now we can really make deeper transitions. And again, this is where the unwinding of a step-by-step -step system, because I'm a how-to guy, Steve. I was the guy that said, I don't get it. Steve, you can tell me to let go all day. I don't want to let go of what? Am I supposed to let go of like the, the steering wheel? Am I supposed to you know, let go of you know, you know, pulling my hair out? I don't know what let go means. It's such an ethereal concept. I couldn't grab it. So for the last 30 years and all of my work heretofore has always been about What's a step-by-step -step way to do this that I can measure it, I can understand it, I can experience it all at the same time, and then can truly and be present while I'm doing it, but also to have my feet on the ground in the experience that we call life. And that's, that's really, I think, the big couple of things that people can take away from this. Mm, that's awesome. So let's give people a step one. I mean, they're going to have to go deeper with you to get more steps. Well, we'll give them a step one today, right? right. Um, step one, you're not living your best life what can you do like right now? Turn off the recording, turn off the audio podcast and do this right now. What is something practical they can do? Yeah, at the risk of sounding shamelessly promotional audience, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dive into the space. I think realistically the first thing to do is go watch this film. And the reason why is you know, when, when Doug and I first started talking, Doug asked me to be a part of it. I said, heck yeah, Doug, I, I love working with you, man. Let's, let's do this. But the concept of the film isn't just to make another film about, you know, this macro concept that sounds really cool that only a certain segment of the, you know, the population of the planet can really dive into. It really is your first blueprint step to creating the blueprint for your life and the combined, you know, uh, experience and teaching um, experience within the film of all of us cast members, is you've got over 400 years of experience for, and mistakes for all of us and, you know, millions of people that have gone through all of our programs and teachings and experiences and, and workshops so that we could perfect what we're learning and continue to share with you. I think that's the first thing because it's going to give you a how to, hence the name, how thoughts become things. Because I think the one thing we don't teach anymore, Steve, in educational systems, whether that's middle school or high school and even somewhat in university is we don't teach people how to deal with the single longest relationship they're ever going to have in their life which of course is 
with themselves. We don't really talk about that. We talk about business dealings. We talk about friendships. We talk about culturals. We talk about traditions, but we don't talk about, Hey Steve, you know, what do you do when you keep having this recurring thought that says, yeah, you can't really do that. You know, that's only for those people or yeah, you've tried that before in the past, but that's not going to work this time. So why bother? Or, Hey, you know, the world's going to a heck in a handbasket. So who gives a flip? So those thoughts, all are derived structurally, psychologically, emotionally, uh, subconsciously, and shadow subconsciously into a space. And there is a way to unwind them to come to their origin. And then from that space, you get that beautiful moment, you get to choose. And it's not a hard choice at that point of whether you wanna to choose to continue to let that be in your life or you can change it. And there is a systematic way to do that. And so the film at least gives you a strong blueprint, as you said, the first step. Well, what is that? Because if we don't really understand how our thoughts are working, where they're coming from, then you truly are subject to the whims of a, a man-made mind or a you know, mad mind, your own. And here's the, the dynamic part. We're never really sure until you understand where these thoughts come from and how to orchestrate them, where they're coming from. I mean, I can tell you my personal career when, you know, when I first started my journey, I, you know, I was born and bred to be a, a PGA Tour golfer by my father. And I'm playing since I was five years old. And all of a sudden here I'm at 19 years old. And I have thoughts that go through my head, Steve, that I'm like, my gosh, if, if, I, if someone talked to me the way I'm talking to myself right now when I'm on the golf course, I wouldn't have any friends. Because the things that I was saying to myself were just so degrading, so less than, so downtrodden, so compressionary. But it seemed normal because I had a personality part that was suffering from perfectionism because no shot was ever good enough, no score was ever low enough, no win was ever perfect enough because I had, a, I had an upbringing that was based on performance. I got my love, my acceptance from my father when I performed. But if I didn't perform, I got rejected. So I was constantly in this space of not good enough, not good enough, gotta be better, gotta push, gotta win more, gotta hit more balls, gotta play more golf, gotta practice, practice, practice. And that's great. There are some things that came from that that taught me wonderful perseverance, which is part of my career naturally, but also taught some really damaging psychological uh, effects that became a part of the architectural journey, my own. Of where did these thoughts come from? I wouldn't, I mean, come on, Steve, I would never think that. I'm me, right? I wouldn't think, oh, come on, I wanna win the tournament. Why would I think, okay, don't hit the ball out of bounds? Where did that come from? And if we don't know how to really kind of unwind that, it becomes maddening at times. And we've all had this experience. I know all of your audience has had this and can relate right now. You have these thoughts, even now as you're listening to Steve and I, that are randomly coming into your brain that have nothing to do with what we're talking about. Like, gee, I've got to go get groceries or pick up the kids or what's on TV at six o'clock tonight? Or, you know, gosh, I have this scratch on my body that wasn't there 30 seconds ago. Where did that come from? These random thoughts, quote, end quote, come from all over the place. And when we really get in times of stress or anxiety or uncertainty, which we're clearly all in on a global state right now, they increase and they increase intensity. And that can then have a compounding effect. So I really believe, you know, by watching this film, you'll at least get a strong blueprint of the how, the basic steps, the five steps of how to move through this. But also too, Steve, you're going to resonate with one of us as, as a teacher. And I, and I don't say teacher as an expert, but teacher as people who have dedicated their lives. This is our passion. This is all we do. Do we know everything? No, I don't claim to know everything. But what I do know, Steve, is I know how to create a system and I've done it to ask a series of questions and structure so that you can come to the truth that you already know and find the answers for yourself. And that's the difference, I believe, in my world from people being rich versus wealthy. Wealthy is a skill set that cannot be taken away from me and you can apply it anywhere where rich just means you can make a couple of bucks and go from experience to experience, but you're still bouncing around. That's the difference between an architect and someone who's just passing through life. That is perfect. So Travis, let us know, how can we go deeper with you? Oh yeah, please. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to invite you guys to the journey of a lifetime. So you can go to architecting360.com. That's architecting360.com. When you go to that site, you're going to be able to take the fear quiz the passion quiz, the life blueprint quiz. They're all free. These are, these are quizzes and tests that are designed to pull out of you for you. Where's the fear taking over in your life? Where is the blueprint that we could actually help you develop at a deeper level? And most importantly, do, where's your passion or where is your passion not? So we have a real clear idea who it is. You two, I'm going to offer everyone because Steve got me on a show and I'm grateful to be on this show because 
I've been actually waiting to do the show for a while now, to be candidly, be candidly honest. And so I'm going, wait a minute, what can we do? Because he did, he's letting me be in my passion. Thank you for that, by the way. So let me return the favor. When you go to that website, right there in the front, it says sign up for the first three days of our jumped in experience. And our jumped in is our entry level coming into experience. And these are interactive learning. Our academy is interactive, meaning that you're not just going to watch a video and hope to gosh, you get it. It's interactive. You get multiple choice. There's quizzes. We track your progress. We have architect advisors that are all trained graduates that this is all they do to help you identify those areas. And again, this is all for free. The only way you don't get to change your life as an architect is by doing nothing. Or as you said, so eloquently, sitting on the couch, you know, eating cookies or Oreos and expecting the Lamborghini to show up. But that's a choice too. But you could go do this and you get to walk through this entire experience. And inside our academy, there are so many other resources. There are free meditations. There is guided imagery. There is hypnotherapy programs. There's over 40 programs in there. I know I wrote them. Uh, there's singing bowl meditations from an amazing artist who donated to them for this COVID experience and gave them to the, the academy. There is yoga in there from some of our graduates that are ex-CEOs who changed their lives and said, this is what life is really about now. So there's so much in the academy that you can go as deep as you want. But if nothing else, go there, take your passion quiz, take the first three days of the jump and experience it because you don't know what you don't know until you know something. And you'll know if, if we align with you. I'm pretty sure we will. But, you know, I understand there are other great teachers in the world and there's many in this film. But experience it. Do something different because there's that edge old saying, once you push a rubber band out further, it doesn't go back. It's always going to be able to expand to that level. So too is with your brain. When you open that up and you open up your heart and open up yourself to yourself, you can't go back. And then I really ask the really question. And if you could go back, would you really? And most likely the answer is no. But go to architecting360.com and start finding out about how to architect your life and your lifestyle. And more importantly, how to have everything right now because it's there. The question is, where are you blocking you from achieving, experiencing, or having it? Architecting360.com. Yes, Travis, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. Steve, you're awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks for letting us talk about the film. And as always, anytime you want us on the show, man, I am there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There are just certain guests that sometimes I think I could have them on the show every week and that would be okay. Um, really, really great interview. Great time talking with Travis. And I hope you got a lot out of it too. That it will help you as much as it did for me to up-level yourself, to live in that place where you are living as a thriving entrepreneur. Here comes our last commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity, and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far, and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve, it's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. I hope you got a lot out of it. There are so many things that we think of and I'll just call myself out here. I won't even ask you if you are, but I know for myself, there are a lot of times when I stop and catch myself because I'm thinking about things that just are not going to help me whatsoever. Maybe you have that problem too. 
Maybe you don't. Maybe you always are one of those happy, upbeat people. I've met them. People who, when they put an exclamation mark at the end of the sentence, you wonder why they didn't do too, because they're just always that happy and up and bubbly. But for a lot of us, not because we're not happy people, because I think I put myself in that happy category, but, you know, life happens. And we allow ourselves to go down rabbit trails of thought that don't serve us at all. And then we sit there, you know, we swim in it until we get all pruney. And we wonder, why are things like this? Woe is me. And we just go deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's like, it's like we've got a weight around our waist that's pulling us to the bottom of the ocean. And it's just a simple clasp, usually, to release those weights and our natural buoyancy would pull us back up to the surface. But instead of releasing that weight that's dragging us down, we hold on to it. Maybe it's just me. I hope it isn't you. Honestly, I really do. But if you find yourself going down that road, I hope that you'll take to heart what my guests really shared with us today and that you'll understand how powerful, impactful, empowering your thoughts are. That they do most definitely become the things that you then see in your life, both the good and the bad. You're where you are because you brought you here. I know. I hate thinking of that one too. I gotta tell you the truth. I'd much rather be someplace other than where I am sometimes. And most definitely, I don't want to be the one to blame for it after all. Let's blame my parents. Let's blame society. Let's find someone else to be the blame because it just can't and shouldn't be me. I need to give myself a break. Well, instead of looking for and spending all that time finding excuses for the things that you bought into, what if we just let them go? I know I'm just preaching to myself at this point. I hope it helps you guys too. But really, what if I did? What if I just really manifested powerful thoughts and allowed those thoughts to become the things that I really want to have in my life anyway? If you're like me, sometimes struggling with that, here's a thought for you to start with. You are uniquely brilliant. You are. No, don't fight it. Just accept it. You are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. And the world needs you. Are you fighting your purpose? Or are you fighting the fact that the world does need you? I hope that you'll take that in. That you'll look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm uniquely brilliant. I was created for a purpose, and the world needs me. Ah, oh, deep breath. That feels good, doesn't it? Let that thought become the thing that changes your world and changes the world around you. As you step out every day to take the step while it's called today of living as a thriving entrepreneur. Until we're together again next time, I hope that you have an amazing and great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. 
<laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.